1: It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. This is a Piccolo podcast production.
2: Well, it's a very exciting week for cricket fans in India and Australia and all over the world as one of the biggest test series on the calendar is about to start. India hosting Australia for four test matches. It's going to be an absolute thriller and we're going to preview it right here. I've got my usual co-host who took last week off, Paul Dennett. Welcome back. G'day, Good G'day, everyone. Uh, we missed you um, last week. Um, Jaleesa and Lachlan were very mean to me at times. Uh, but anyway, we'll move on from that because we've got, um, well, one of the, the the stalwarts of this podcast, Gav Joshy. Gav,
3: welcome back. Thanks for the kind words, man. It's been you're saying all these nice things, I'm always appreciative. No, it's great to have you on. How have you been? Yeah, not bad, mate. Looking forward to a big um, series coming up. Um, I'll disclose later. I am going to get, head over there, but not for the first Test match. But looking forward to it. It's always the the big series now in international cricket. And really exciting. Um, you and Barrett
2: Sundarason
3: have got a, a book launch over in India soon. Yep, yep. That's um, It's based on the last series here. So, um, yep, they were looking forward to that. That's just after the Delhi Test match. But, um, yeah, lots to look forward to. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to a, a very exciting contest in the Cricket
2: we'll have to get you on to talk about the book at another time because you and Barrett have done a great job with that from what I've seen. But uh, so it starts this Thursday. The first test match is in Nagpur. Uh, Gav, look, I want to just draw on your local knowledge here because and just I want to talk about all four grounds. Uh, What will the, the first test be like
3: in Nagpur? What are conditions normally like? Look, Napur. I mean, from what I'm hearing, generally, NACPOL pitch is quite slow and low. It could be a rank turner. Um, I think India might push for that. Let's not remember that. Uh, forget that. Rather, India have to win. I think by three Test matches to qualify for the WTC final. So that's also on their agenda. Um, Nagpur tends to be like I mentioned it's quite cool overnight in Nagpur. it's probably about 14 13 degrees um, and during the day it goes to about 35 degrees so generally what tends to happen is in the morning there's a bit of dew and that's sort of also on the pitch so sometimes you've hit these remarkable stories by domestic players there that first sort of 35 minutes the ball can do something Um, And it actually skids on for the spinners or actually turns more for the spinners. Um, So it's into that period at the moment. So Nagpur, I think it'll be a, I won't say a rank turner from what I'm hearing. Uh, We're still about three, four days out. If they don't water the pitch, it becomes a rank turner. Uh, But I think it'll be a a bit of a slow turner, um, if if I can use that Mm -hmm. term. And then from Nagpur,
2: they move on to Delhi. Is that another
3: turner? Oh, Delhi can go both ways. It, it's been quite cool in Delhi. Um, by the time, in another two weeks, the temperature might change. you hot during the day, of course. But Delhi, it's usually a, North Indian wickets tend to be a low bouncing wickets. You won't get a lot of turn. They're black soil up there. So you get, you know, ball keeping low. It's skiddy. Um, so Delhi is a little bit different to Nakhpur. Um But, and again, a small ground. Nagpur. let's forget, it's one of the bigger grounds in India, while Delhi is a very small ground. So two... Big differences there, I think. Um, and, and there was talk that they were going to play the third test
2: as a day-night test, but it mm. seems like they've scrapped that idea. I haven't seen any reason for it. Obviously, I think it would be, uh, you know, the Aussies would be thrilled if they played with a pink ball. Uh, have, have have either of you heard anything about why that never happened? <coughs>
3: Well, from, I mean, Radhika, the obvious reason, I guess, is playing in Charla, which is going to be, you know, up in the foothills of the Himalayas, um, you know, the, the weather can get a little bit tricky as well. Uh, that's taken the sort of the, I guess, the Indian side of the side, uh, sitting on the Indian fence. Uh, but, uh, look, I, I think that's, you know, I don't know about the, the, the pink ball, because, you know, remember India used a pink SG ball, um, you know, there's a lot of lacquer on it. Last time they had a pink ball test matches, they have finished really quickly as well. Um, so, all sorts of reasons, I reckon. And so, um, may, in a way, if day and night test match was to happen in India, I don't think that Aram shall is probably the place. And I think there's a lot of bounce. And I remember 2017, it have um, been there, and a lot of the Australian players, they they thought it was like one of the best pitches that they played on because it had everything. It had true bounce, had pace, it had spin um, and, the, and the heat. It's quite funny because you're up in the mountains, menace, but the, the sun almost feels a little bit closer to you. Um, so it actually bakes the pitch a lot quicker. And then everyone thought it was one of the best test wickets like going around in India for the last 10, 12 years. So uh, But day and night test match, it's sad because I I think you attract a bit of a crowd, um, whether it's in Dharamshala or, or anywhere else in India
2: so far good news. I mean, what you're saying is Nagpur is going to be turny, but Turner, but Delhi and Darmsala might be get some wickets that are a bit more, um, you know, friendly to the way Australians play. But then Ahmedabad, you know, the, the biggest ground in the world, um, they finish
3: there. You know, do we know anything about that? Yeah, Ahmedabad usually has the red soil, which comes from western part of India, which traditionally has bounce, and it can it. it... Sort of puffs up very quickly, but what especially for spinners like a Nathan Lyon, it's like it's a little bit similar to Mumbai, um, where there, there's red clay involved, and whenever it's red clay, it tends to go quite quickly. Um, so first two days, but it the ball actually comes onto the bat, so it becomes a really good contest. Uh, but it, it's the spinners who get the bounce on it. Just going back to Delhi menace, I, I don't think Australia would probably want to play in Delhi, it's mm-hmm. really a low bounce wicket, so okay. I think. Durhamshire is the one Australia would, you know, pin its hopes on, and um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the four grounds that, that teams are playing at.
2: So, Paul, um, you know, uh, we we spend a lot of time talking about the Aussie eleven, and we will, but you know, what are your thoughts around the Indian team and uh, how they might shape up?
0: Um, it, it's really interesting looking at what the uh, Indian media are speculating as to as to who they're going to be. Um, I might disappear a couple of times when I look at my notes. But th- there's talk of um, playing the keeper, um, Shriker Barrett, and playing him at number six. Um, so I, I think that, that sounds like that's a fairly long tail, albeit Ashwin and Jadeja are, are pretty good. But I was chatting to Gav during the um, the last couple of days, and Gav, you were saying that it, uh, I-, I put up a team that someone had sent out that was this, and you said it might be fairly close, as in Rohit Sharma, Kale Rahul, um, Pajara, Coley, Gill, Barrett, Ashwin, Jadeja, Kuldeep Yadav, Shami, and Mohammad Siraj. Is that um, what you think it might be?
3: Um, I I think actually Patel will play. I don't think Kuldeep Yadav will play. Uh, purely for the fact that Jadeja is coming off a long layoff. Yes, he did bowl forty one overs in a recent Ranji Trophy match, but I think the left arm spinners. Um, the, the the record of you know of India. Um, left-handed batsmen, in, if you look for the last five or six years, haven't really succeeded. I think um, Australian batsmen are averaging around 25 against left-arm spinners in India. Um, or, or so it. it and you, we know in Australia does have a lot of left-handers. Um, so Jadeja, I think they'll use him predominantly as as a more of a batsman, um, and that's what when India's always used had Akshay Patel there. Jadeja's almost become the third spinner, if I can call him that. Uh, and, and I think Aksha, if, especially the pitch is slow, um, you know, Aksha is a lot quicker through the air. He's a lot taller, a little bit different. Left arm spinners, but totally different. Um, what well, should Jadeja uses his, his shoulder a lot more. Um, and plus Australia haven't seen a lot of Aksha Patel, especially in test match cricket. Um, so I think they'll go for actual Aksha. Aksha, you know, you mentioned the tail. You look at Jadeja's record in the last five years. I think after Rohit Sharma, I think he averages the most in India in the last five years. So Jadeja's... Record is phenomenal, um, so I think he will. I think the loss of Rishabh Pant is huge because if you look, you know, KS Barrett will keep, but what Jadeja and Rishabh Pant do, especially in the last two, they add the left-handers into the mix. I think if you look at this Indian team, and if J- Jadeja is going to be the only left-hander in the sort of the top seven or eight, um, and, and that's something the Indian team management of the past have felt needed to be broken down. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where Jadeja bats, he could potentially even bat at number 5 Paul I think um, and maybe they'll get Gil down at 6 and give him that freedom because you've still got you know likes of Ashwin and KS Barrett, I think Ashwin can't, could even bat ahead of KS Barrett um, given his record in India as well so yeah it's going to be interesting I, I mean unless the pitch is really you know s- s- very slow I can't see Kulip Yadav playing, I, I think they'll go with actually Patel but I think both the Muhammad uh, Muhammad Shami and Siraj will be the quicks for India. Yeah, I'm well, i mean,
2: there's three. There's three big injuries for India. I mean, you've got Jasper Bumrah, Rishabh Pant and Shreya Zaya. So, you know, we're going to talk about the Australian injuries, but they're three big outs. Um, so you think Sharma and Rahul will open?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, Rohit Sharma's record in Test cricket, especially uh, in India, has been phenomenal. I think he's averaging over sort of seventy odd in. Uh, so, it, it, I think they'll be tempted because Gill's having just a golden period. I mean, yes, uh, not just Test cricket, but more in sort of white ball format. So, they, I think, he certainly stays in the team. Uh, but I think Kale Rahul's got that experience, and, and you know, to negotiate a class bowler like a Pat Cummins. I think you need Kale Rahul at the top because those top four have got the experience then for India, um, you know, with Pujara and Kohli and Kale Rahul and, um, and Rohit Sharma, of course. So I, I think they'll go with that. Um, and I think they'll, Gil will be the flexible man. He could play a little bit of a, I mean, a Risha punt kind of role as well. Like if he bats at six, give him a bit of a freedom. Um, but, and it, but he plays it's been exceptionally well. I think Shreyas Iyer, yes, is going to be disappointed because if you look at India's last two Test matches against Bangladesh, Shreyas Iyer was phenomenal. He scored very important runs, uh, crucial partnerships, and so I think he is a bit of a loss. And again, another exceptional player of spin bowling. He's tall. Uh, we talked about 2017. I think um, at that warm-up match at Mumbai, I think he scored a double hundred um against this similar australian attack so i think Mm. he'll be sorely uh, missed for india in this lineup but they've just got abundance
0: of talent yeah look the um jadeja and ashwin are fantastic lower order players i suppose i was more meaning i'm never all that excited about the the notion of the keeper um coming Mm. into the top six because i just think you should um pack your side with more batting but yeah with those two in there and look I'm disappointed as an Australian fan to hear you say that Patel is going to play ahead of Yadav because although Yadav, I think, won the last Test match of the, the 2017 series um, for India, uh, I just think Patel is a better bowler and I, I can just I have nightmares of the Australians facing him. Uh, I think he's a really, really good bowler. So I, I think that what shapes it for me is that the Indian spinners are just so much better than the Australian spinners. And that's the the big thing that um India are obviously going to have as their advantage. I think as far as the quicks are concerned, there's not a huge amount d- difference. I'd i probably pick Cummins and let's say it's Cummins and Boland. I think maybe I'd favor them over Shami and Saraj, but not not enormously. The yeah. interesting thing I think when you look at the batting lineup, that um Chiteshwit Pajara's recent form, it's really quite poor. Um, he, I don't think he is the player that he once was. Even Coley, I know that mm. he's improved a bit in, in white ball cricket, his test form isn't quite what it once was either. And I think Looking at the batting, um, I, I think maybe Australia potentially slightly edge India over the batting, but it's all—it's all, it's all going to come down to um, the fact that th- that spin trio—if it is Jadeja, Ashwin, um, and Axar Patel—that's just a, an incredibly good trio of spinners.
3: Yeah, Paul, I you mean, uh, you touched on it because you look at India's last t- t- test series against Bangladesh and they were in, in trouble in, in both the test matches. And it, it came the typical Rishabh Pant and Shreya Sayer and uh, Ravi Ashwin in the final test while chasing, I think, 144 to get them home. Um, so I think, yes, they You know, they're they're very solid, those top four, given their record. But you just wonder, especially, you know, if all four of them are past their prime. And that offers Australia hope that if they get through the top four, um, apart from Jadeja, India has been very reliant on that sort of lower order to score runs. Even when England played them um, just during the COVID times, you know, it was all up to a bit of Rishabh Panth. Uh, but you know Pujara I think he's just so critical because he just holds up that one end and we've seen that in Australia for so long like he might just score 50 but by the time Pujara scores 50 the others around him end up scoring 100 150 runs so ends up in 170 odd extra runs so um, yeah you, you do bring up a very valid point that the top four look good for India they've got the experience they've got you know the temperament they, they, they've got the record but where are they in terms of you know in terms of their career? Uh, there's a big, little bit of a question mark there certainly. Yeah, uh, do you think Coley will have a big series? Well, he does rise to the occasions against Australia. Let I mean, one big thing, guys. I, and I just wanted to bring up this, and I'll get your both your opinions. This could be a last. Uh, <sighs> You know, a test series of a generation. If you look at most of the Australian cricketers and Indian cricketers, fair to say, a lot of them are what I call pre T Twenty cricket cricketers, in that they started. A lot of lot of them started their first class career before IPL came about, Um, or it was the early stages of the IPL. Um, so I think it's a lot like, you know, you look at someone like a Pat Cummins, uh, you look at the age of, of both. You, we know Australia's an aging squad and even this Indian team. I mean, yes, you know, you've got some youngsters, but uh, from Shami to Jadeja to Ashwin to Pajara to Kohli, they're, they're, they're well into the, you know, sort of mid-30s. I think it's just uh, that's what intrigues me because it, this could be one of these last of the series we'll see possibly of of, of a you know, a true test cricket generation. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. I mean, I mean, you're right. I mean, it could be the
2: last time we see the Coley versus Smith matchup. It could be the last time we see Lyon versus Ashwin. Um, you're right. It could be, you know, Warner's going to retire soon. Um, so you're right. It, it's, it's a bit of a last hurrah. I mean, I'm not sure when Australia's due to go back to India. There was a long gap between this and the last two or six years because of the FTP. Hopefully, we we go back a bit sooner. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it, you know, there's a lot on the line. Um, but but I think India just have a you know this team that we've just read out um, still looks a very f-
0: formidable outfit. What do you think, Paul? Last of a generation? I Do think it is kind of a the a big moment for this Australian side, certainly, that we've talked about it before, that uh, this Australian side, from a personnel point of view, is now looking right up there as maybe not quite at the level of the very best sides that Australia's had, but it, it could be in that conversation. Um If they could, um, and I know it's a big if, if they could beat India in India and then beat England in England, then that's a very, very different look to the way that the side would otherwise be, and it, that could then take it to that next level. So I, I think... Um, and I sort of feel if Australia's going to beat India any anytime in India, it's got to be this time because I just think as the years go by, and I know Menez hates me saying this, India's just going to get better and better. Um, I think that India do deserve to start as favourites. And if I had to put my life on it, it would be on India. But I do think Australia has a chance of causing an upset. I think that any side with Smith and Labashain, uh, and to an extent, Kawaja and, um, and some of the other batters as well, can really, um, you know, th- they can do something pretty special. Um, so I... I'm really looking forward to it I hope that the Australians don't um, do what they always do and suddenly the there's suddenly like um, uh, deer in the headlights and the the ball starts turning and some go straight through and there's you know there's collapses that are so spectacular in the subcontinent hopefully we can avoid that and um, I you know I, I'm optimistic that there could be an upset
2: I've got, I mean, I've got sort of one thing that I'm grappling with and Gav, maybe you'll be able to help me with this, that, you know, how the balance is going to go between the sort of importance of reverse swing and spin. Because I feel that if Australia can get the ball to reverse swing, uh, then they they could be able to do some damage. But if that doesn't happen, I just feel that India are
3: just going to run away with it. Uh, You know, will reverse swing be crucial? Yeah, I mean, look at someone like a Nagpur, quite possibly. Pitches are going to be abrasive. But uh, one thing I think Indian fast bowlers don't get a lot of credit for is how they bowl at home. Uh, Umesh Yadav, who's probably not going to play a hope test match at Nagpur, has an exceptional record in, in in India. I mean, you look at someone like Mohamed Siraj's figures, they're outstanding. I mean, and I think and Virat Kohli's said this throughout his career, that he thinks that if there's one bowler who'll pick to b- ball on the most benign pitches, it's Mohamed Chami because he can still do something. I mean, the most beautiful seam release since probably Mohamed Asif for Pakistan. So I, I think you're, you're right, reverse thing, But if it reverses, I think it plays into India's hand a lot too. Um, and not having Mitchell start there, we don't know, and we'll get to the Australian teams and discussions soon, but... I think he's a big loss um, because, you know, the pace and so forth. But, yes, you're right, Menace, uh, reverse swing is is crucial. But let's not forget, I, I think Indian bowlers, especially with that SG ball, um, you know, someone like Siraj, you have to give credit. He's played a lot of domestic cricket as well. Uh, they know how to hoop it, and it's just not hooping it. Um, it's, it's it's actually how to set batsmen up, and, and they're real masters of it.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Um... Well, well, let's talk about the Australian eleven. I mean, big news overnight that Josh Hazelwood is all but being ruled out of the first test, and uh, you know the second test isn't far behind, so you'd have to put a question mark over that. So with you know Hazelwood stark out, and you know there is some talk that Cameron Green might be able to bowl in the first test, but I mean, I mean that's such a vital piece. I mean, I mean Paul, sort of, do you think? I mean, the whole sort of way we look at the team changes if green can and can't bowl
0: to an extent and I hope that he can um, it seems strange that that they would say that he can't um, on, on account of that injury but um, I I just hope that we we don't try to cover for strengths that we don't have as in I think no matter who we pick our spinners are going to be inferior to India's spinners and I think it would be a mistake to go the other way and say oh in 2004 we on with the quicks let's 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 play um, extra quicks, especially if we end up batting Carey at six. I think that would be um, diabolical to go in with that, that too many. I think you, you've got to say our strength is our batting and we've got to rely on Nathan Lyon is going to bowl a lot of overs. I think Travis Head can bowl um, quite a few overs. I think two quicks is more than enough. I think Boland and Cummins um, will be fantastic. I'm I'm sad that Hazelwood can't play, but I'm, I'm really excited if they do pick Boland. Um, I think it would be a mistake to to pick Lance Morris. I think he looks like a, a decent bowler, but I mean, he can't bat. And I, and I know Ian Chapel's going on about, oh, you know, it doesn't matter about the bowlers. It does matter. I mean, all 11 do get to bat. And when you've got someone who's got an average of about five, um, comparing him and uh, picking him versus say someone like Agar, if you're going to go with the, you know, go, go to that level. Um, I, I think that's a major, major difference. So I'd be going pretty, pretty orthodox and having, two spinners, two quicks, and Green at six. And even if Green can't bowl, so be mm. it. I'd be relying on overs out of Head and Labashain and even, even a couple of overs out of Steve Smith if necessary.
3: Yes. Yeah. What do you think, Av? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I think Bowling plays. is an automatic pick basically now for this Australian team. Uh, but, yeah, like I think Travis Head. Uh, look, India have, have got a lot of right-handers as well. Um, so, but as Paul rightly alluded, you know, Manus, he plays a b- big role. I, it just depends on the pitch. I think if uh, if it is a bit of a rank turner or it turns a fair bit, I think Ashton Agar plays. I think given the way India batted against the Bangladesh left-arm spinners, you'll be tempted to play Ashton Agar. I think, uh, but we've saw in Pakistan, yeah, you know, uh, and it, in in Sri Lanka where Swepson was preferred, but. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I think um, it, it's going to be a close... I think the pitch at Nagpur is going to dictate who Australia pick. If it's a, if it's slightly slower, um, I think that they will probably even go for someone like a Swepson. But if it turns and they feel it's dry, um, Ashton Agar, and given the fact that he can bat as well, um, plays. But you got to pick... If Cameron Green's fit, you got to play. And I think in, Australia's got plenty of sort of the fifth bowling options, as Paul alluded to.
2: Not interesting. I
0: think, I think that they're... I would be surprised if they picked Sweeps. my my instinct is that they're tossing up as far as the second spinner between mm. Agar and Murphy. That's what I feel, anyway.
3: Yeah, I I'll be very, I'll be perplexed if they played Murphy just because India's got too many right-handers. Uh, if they had abundance of left-handers, maybe. Uh, but, but I, I mean, for, I think from what I've been hearing, I think Murphy's on a bit of a, a bit of a learning toy he's almost a bit of an apprentice i don't think they'll throw him into the deep end just and purely for the fact that you know cricket has become a lot about matchups especially with drs and so forth and i think just india playing having probably you know eight right handers doesn't quite play into murphy's hand but look I mean, we saw Jason Grazer do incredible things in ACT Paul these years ago. So who knows? Give Todd Murphy a go. <laughs> um, Gav, I
2: mean, you were there in 2017. There is some talk that maybe if um, Green can't bowl, they might just let him rest and or just pick. Hanscom, who's got experience on those wickets, made runs, play, spin well. Uh, And the reason they'd go for Hanscom over Renshaw is the fact that he's a right-hander, so to break up the left-hander's head and carry. I mean, do, do you think there's merit in that, the way Hanscom played in 2017, to look at him?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think, I mean, if Australia don't win the first test or even the second, I... Uh, if, if if this tour goes perilously wrong for australia i think we're looking at a completely different 11 um you know sort of not even for test three, for I, I can even envisage someone like a Cameron green opening the batting in India, to be honest in, in, in the longer format. And if Warner and Kawaja don't perform then you know, they have more options and they get someone like a Hanscom um, sort of in the middle, because I think Cam green's got the technique. We, I know he did that in a T20 game in India uh, about maybe six or eight months ago, but I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Um, but that. I, I mean, I would pick Hanscom over Renshaw, uh, I think he's a really good player of spin. Um, so it's going to be fascinating to see. But I think Australia will stick to what they know best, especially the, for the first test. And I think while it's not conservative, I think they'll go for that, you know, carry at seven and six batters, that which includes Cam Green.
2: And probably Green then, who's the incumbent.
0: Sorry, Paul? I was going to say, um, I, I don't know what the solution is from an Australian point of view, Gav, but... It doesn't, it is not at all ideal that we've got so many left-handers with Ashwin's record against left-handers being just so amazing. Um, I know that, you know, Kawaja plays the reverse sweep well, so does Alex Carey. That maybe to some degree slightly lessens it, but I just, can you give me any comfort? I have this, I have this image in my mind of Ashwin standing there about to bowl round the wicket to whether it's, whether it's Warner, Kawaja, um, Carey or Head and, just, just bad things happening. Can you give me any comfort? <laughs> 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 well, I
3: mean, only comfort is they have had a replica of Rashford bowling in the nets in, in Allure and Bangalore. So maybe they've learned plenty of him. Uh, uh, but you're right. He's got a phenomenal record. Um, but look, I, I mean, Australia, I think they're going to take India on. I mean, you know, you talk about Kawaja sweeping, reverse sweeping, Alex get Ke- Spinners don't, even like an Ashwood, they don't like to be reverse swept because it's such a, you know, a difficult shot to sort of prevent kind of thing. There was, you can set out the field but it, it, it's difficult. Um, so I think that strategy might prove successful. If, if, if you don't have the defence, don't back it. Um, I think even a you know, few coaches have said that in India. Go, go out and score runs um, and I I think Kawaj is a perfect example of that. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see. I think Alex Carey is the same. Um, If you're going to push and prod, you're probably going to get out. So you might as well play the reverse sweep, get fielders in different positions uh, and then hope for the best because, look, Ashwin is going to trouble you, no doubt, but Before he gets you, you get him and maybe score those 20, 25 rotate to strike. I think that's the key for Australia sort of playing and negotiating Ashran. But don't forget, I I was looking at some record that more than Jadeja, actually Patel bowling to left-handers also has a supreme record.
2: Yeah, I mean, Gav, one thing I was sort of thinking about, the the sort of key battles, I really think... You know, Australia's batting is really strong. So you look at, you know, Warner, Kawaja, Labashane, Smith, Head and say so Green and then Kerry. That's a decent batting lineup, and and someone will get runs. But um, the key battle for me is I think India is going to take on our second spinner. And, you know, if they they successfully, you know, start hitting an Agar or a Swepson out of the attack, I think, you know, Cummins is going to have his hands full trying to sort of balance his bowlers and just just keep control of the scoring and you know that's what you don't want if india starts really scoring quickly and they give themselves a lot of time to bowl australia out then we're in lots of trouble
3: yeah I, i'm really curious to see what lines nathan lyon bowls as well um i think this summer is probably the first time i saw him well, a lot wider of the crease um, wider of the stumps rather uh let's see if he plays that i mean See, it, 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 it's interesting because that's a balance that India have. You know, single like Roacham and K Rahul are very good sweepers. they are they, comfortable playing the sweep. You get some Pujara and Kohli, you don't sweep. Um, so then you got the you know Shubman Gill, the, the sort of no fear approach in in a way. Then you got a Jadeja. So uh, look, I think Nathan Lyon's critical as well because how much can he do? And it's, India's probably thinking rather than wait for the fourth or the second spinner. If we can, when I say dominate, uh, dominate Nathan Lyon, it, it, you know, good players of spin bowling minutes don't hit you for sixes, but they milk you for three or four singles and over. And I think that's where India uh, are so strong, where sometimes you look at a Kawaja or a, even a Warner or a, a Carey. Um, apart from Smith and Luboshyn, I don't know how many of these Indian, uh, sorry, the Australian top order can milk, as I say, milk the Indian spinners. As as our good friend Stephen O'Keefe says, you know that the good players milk you; yeah, they don't smash you.
2: Mm. Yeah, so I'm just I'm really worried about Australia's second spinner, uh, how that battle works out. I see what you're saying. You know, I'm not confident Australia's batting lineups you know, going to score big runs. I mean, you know, we, we should sort of get into put some predictions for the series. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start with you, Paul. Sort of any thoughts around who you think will be the dominant batter? You can pick one from each team.
0: Oh, obviously, I'd go the, the obvious of Steve Smith. I think he's in the form of his career. This is the, in, in many ways, these next few months, as I said, there are a big few months for the Australian side. There are a big few months for him as well, that if he could go and dominated india dominated england then when you're talking about you know is he the second greatest batter of all time and those sorts of things i think these coming months are going to have a a, you know reasonable impact on 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 that sort of discussion so i'm backing him i'm backing him to do well and obviously um would be my sort of second pick but i'm optimistic that some of the other aussies can do um quite well as well um from the Indian side of things, I suppose Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill probably are the two that I'm fearing most. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think from the batting point of view, I think the Aussies can go okay. It's just, as, as, as you said, Menace, it's um, I'm worried about the the well, all of our spin compared to India's spin.
2: Gav, you you who do you think will be the dominant batters in this series? One from each team.
3: I think that's a beauty of this uh, Indian team. I don't the think dance. they rely on one player as such. Um, I mean, look, Rohit is still a phenomenal record. I, I, you know, there's a couple of ranked turners. Um, seen him bat on sort of against England, and he's just, you know, just phenomenal. And scores quickly. Has all the shots. He's the leader, um, and I think he's really a phenomenal record against Australia. Plays the short ball well. His tussle with Nathan Lyons is going to be fascinating um, because Rohit is probably old school in a little bit where he does like to loft the ball. Um, when I say old school, compared to the, um, some of the other uh, the Indian batters. But um, yes, yeah, so I think Roacham is the big one for Australia. Um, and, I mean, they're got to get him out early. Um, and in terms of Australia, I mean, look, you can say second spinner and uh, all that, but I think in, uh, Australia need runs possibly from middle somewhere. Um, I don't, when I say big runs, I don't, if it's a low scoring series, and I think it will be where, you know, 250, 300 could be. Someone like an Alex Carey, because I think, you know, he he reverse plays the unconventional shots. Maybe a good Alex Carey 40 or 50 could be sort of game turning. And I think if he can do that in a couple of test matches, who knows? He can, you know, propel Australia to a victory or even a drawn series. Do, do you
2: think Head can continue to, to come out and score to run a ball and slap teams around? I mean,
3: that's his best chance over there. Uh, he might be given the licence to do that from what we're hearing. So if, he, if he's been given the licence, that's what we've got to do. But interesting, Travis Head in 2018 making his debut in Pakistan, uh, against Pakistan, and he was like, it's all about the first 20 balls. If you can survive, you've got to trust your defence. But at the same time, you have that intent as well. Um, I think he's changed his batting a little bit. Uh, 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 but Travis Head, I mean, uh, playing spin, Ashwin, he'll sweep. He's got to take them on. Uh, I, it just depends on how much trust you have in your defense. If Travis Head starts getting demons in his head about his defense, um, he might be in trouble. But if if you can trust your defense in India, um, then you're going to go a long way of sort of you know playing an attacking game that's going to allow you to score more runs. So. Just to, just to one last quick one, Mines, Um Just you mm. know, you, we talk a lot about the twenty seventeen series, and I think that was Australia's real golden chance to beat India. They went one nil up, um, probably on the verge of winning a Test match in Bangalore, going two nil up before a remarkable partnership. India was, I think, came into that Test series having played twelve or thirteen Test matches in the space of three months. Uh, I mean, that was golden chance for for um, Australia. I think they probably missed the boat. Um, so before you get to the series prediction, so I'm going to stick my neck out and I think uh, India
2: 3-1. India 3-1 is gone early. Wow. All right. Um, I like that. Well, I'll just jump in then. So my batters to watch, uh, I think Smith's obviously going to, you know, be red hot. Yeah. Also really, um, in, you know, in just so curious how Marnus is going to go because, uh, you know, he's he's got a phenomenal record. And I think, you know, he, he and Smith can put on some big partnerships for India. I mean, Shubman Gills and, great format. So he'll be one to watch, but also I do fear Chetiswa Pujara. I know he he's, he's sort of different to some of the other players. And that's what I think scares me. The fact that, you know, he'll bat a whole day for a hundred runs. No, no problem. And if he does that, he wears our bowlers out. The stroke players bat around him and Australia's in real trouble. So, you know, I fear Pujara in that sort of mood. Um, um, but, uh, bowling wise, um, you know, I think Lyon has to take 20, 25 wickets for Australia to have a chance. Um, Cummins will need a big series. Um, and I think Ashwin's going to take a ton of wickets for India. Um, but but I think, you know, I'm going India 4-0. I, I just think, um, Australia's just, just gonna, uh, as I said last podcast, I think Australia will keep up in the f- sort of first couple of days of a match. But then as the matches speed up and the, the wickets start to turn, India's just gonna bolt down the straight. Um, and, and we'll, yeah, I just think we're gonna be hammered. Um, so Paul, what, what's your prediction for the series?
0: Um, I've gone through about 11 in my mind while you guys were talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if there hey, are before, combinations.
3: Hey, Paul, sorry, before you go, go, go make your prediction, can I just say I was on this podcast about four years back, 2017, and I think, as you went 4-0, I went maybe 4-0 with 3-1. But Paul was the only person that time said Australia is going to compete and this is going to be a mighty close series, and I think he might have gone for the 2-1 result, and Paul was spot on. So, Paul you're the got to, you're the barometer here you're the perfect predictor here so we want to listen to you
0: that's the very optimist. nice of you Gabe. you you've got a much better memory than i have <laughs> <laughs> um i i'm going to say to all i'm going to say to all. Um, all i i think that it's going to be a thrilling series i think it's going to be an absolute cracker uh, i think australia's going to compete for for long sections of it um yeah so i mean if forced, I'd probably go um, to all without any confidence at all. And in terms of who's going to dominate um, from the from the ball, I'd love to see something out of Boland and Agar for Australia. Um, so mm-hmm. they're my um, ones to watch.
2: Yeah, Agar's I, 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 just such a sort of unknown prospect. Um, you know, what we saw in Sydney was, you know, wasn't great against um, Pakistan, but yeah.
0: I sort uh, of think with Agar, if they're ranked turners, I'll then I think it. you'll be effective because, yeah. and Travis Head will be effective because everyone's effective. But mm. if they're not, if they're really, um, you know, low, slow, attritional cricket, then I think he he can do a job containing a little bit, and his batting then comes into it as well. So that's kind of like where I like him.
3: And I, yeah. I think, Paul, like, I think the wickets are probably sort of in between what you get in Pakistan to what you got in Sri Lanka. And I think that will entice really good cricket because they're not going to be as flat as Pakistan, but they're not going to be ranked turners. I mean, the risk for India with ranked turners, it, it's a bit of, a, as we saw in Pune 2017, is if you lose the toss and you get certain things right, let's forget yep. Steve Smith was dropped three times before he went, got that 100. Uh, you know, and Australia post 200, 220, pressures on India. So rank turners is a bit of a gamble, um, especially in that first test match. I mean, you know, 2017 from, because I was in Pune from what the message was, was get it Frank Turner because the players are fatigued, Ashwin's fatigued, Jadeja's fatigued, roll out a, you know, a a dust bowl, let's go one nil up and then we'll ease into the series. But when that backfired of India, it sort of changed their approach. Um, They were uncertain. So I think that, I mean, like most, test match a uh, test series first test is so important not just for the players and confidence but just to say for the indian curators
0: <laughs>
2: uh well I mean it's it's so exciting I mean we're recording this Monday night uh, you know it starts Thursday night Australian time it is actually the last um series between these two nations it'll be four test matches after yeah. this they go to a five test match series so you know it really is becoming you know one of the, the 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 greatest contests in world cricket I'm so glad um you know we'll be doing daily reports after every day uh, they they'll just be um podcast only so um search cricket unfiltered on your favorite podcast um app and you'll be getting daily reports um you know it's going to be it's going to be a great celebration of cricket for the Australian and indian fans you know there's a lot of um indians in the uh, comments already getting into the spirit of things saying they're going to smash australia and look they should be confident they're a great team uh gav any final words to the listeners
3: Look, I think it's going to be a fascinating contest. I mean, look, from a cricketing perspective, Australia can go 1-0 up. I think we're in for a, a thrilling series. Um, but if India go 1-0 up, it, it, it can, could go pear shape. I think such an important series for Kawaja and Warner. Um, I, I, you could see Ashwin taking the new ball and Siraj. And, uh, Australian middle order can't be exposed too early if they if they, if they if succeed.
2: Paul, any final words before hostilities begin?
0: Well, hostilities is, a, is an opposite word there because I, I, I think that um, it is a great rivalry, and um, to but to, to paraphrase John Howard, um, what unites us Australians and Indians as cricketing lovers is much greater than what divides us. So I hope we have a series that's played. In the spirit of two thousand and one, and not in the spirit of <laughs> two thousand and seven, eight. Um, I'm all for talking points and um, for it to whiz and bang and crackle and pop. But I, I hope we don't have real nasty moments. So, you know, I don't think we will. I, I think that the, the players are, in, you know, yeah, the best I... relations between the two sides for the playing group that, that, that we've ever had, uh, or at least in, in my time. So I hope that they produce a wonderful series and that it's um, free of free of nasty controversy.
3: Yeah, I don't think there's suit. anyone in this Australian team who's, who's you know, sort of wants to get under the Indian sort of skin. Um, last series, you, you know, David Warner was a little bit different. Five years have gone by. Um, even, you know, the, the competitiveness of the Australian team with Smith. Um, someone like Matty Wade was in the team as well. Uh, Nathan Lyon always loves a chat. But you just look at if if Australia is to take that, that sort of, and India's changed as well, no longer an India sort of, kind of bullied verbally either I mean from Kohli to the Guilds to the Punts to the, well Punts not there but you know the, the ashmans and the Jadijas and uh, we know about the verbal banter but I, I just on a final note Mendes, I, I think Richard Punt's a big loss for India Not we don't know if he would have succeeded but I think he is in the head of most Australian bowlers I think Australia fear him and because he's not there in that middle I think Australia will take that, take a little bit of confidence out of that
2: yeah, I agree. The the hero from the GABA. Well, well, look, thanks everybody for listening and watching this preview. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic series. Uh, tune in to all our daily wraps. Uh, so jump on, and we're we'll also going to do some live uh, reactions at lunchtime on YouTube only when Paul and I can jump on and do that. So uh, you know, expanded coverage of this great series. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Gav. Thanks, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs>